The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. It can't be a more exciting beginning to the season, folks. Our first preseason game under our belt with a victory. Yeah, it's preseason. Yeah, to everybody else. To us, here in the Bay Area, it's the 49ers. It's Battle of the Bay. And we beat those punk-ass bitches. I love it. Welcome to show 203. We got some hell of a show today. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. About my city, Oak the city of Oak. Oak oh, don't you know? Oak Do you know about my city? Oak the city of Oak. Oak oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. All right, today's show, folks, is going to be the post game for the Raiders versus the 49ers. A beautiful thing indeed, and it's more beautiful than you can imagine, and you'll know why when I tell you the story. And we got to hit the pregame for the Tennessee Titans. Yes, the ones we punked in 2002 to make it to the Super Bowl. Well, they're not happy about that, and of course, we're going to hear a little bit about that, I'm sure. We're going to hit some Raider news and also the bone line. So that should cover it for today's show. So let, let's just move on to the post game. Oh, Well, let me tell you, Raider Nation, I've been to some football games in my day, but this here game was very special. I'm going to tell you why it was so special, because a listener of our show, yes, a good friend, now a certain contributor to the show, you're going to see what I mean here during the season, Dave Casper, not the ghost. This is David Casper, the guy who sang the national anthem at the 49er game, invited Randy and I to a deluxe trip to the Oakland Coliseum. Included in that was, of course, a limousine ride from home, on-field passes, and a luxury suite. Top that off with, yes, about two and a half hours sitting next to Daryl the Mad Bomber, La Monica. So let me just show you or share with you how the game started for me. And then we'll get into what happened at the game here in just a moment. Arrived at David's house, of course. Very wonderful gentleman. Lovely wife. Brand new baby, of course. A great little family. It's very cool. Raiders limousine pulls up. We hop in. Fully stocked bar. We're jamming. An hour to the Coliseum. On the way, we pick up Scott. Good buddy of David's. Very cool gentleman. Actually, a very cool cat indeed. We pull up to the Coliseum, and of course, everyone is oogling to see who's in the limo. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be on the inside looking out. And of course, we hit the player's entrance, and of course, the player's automobiles down the row. Do I need to say Lamborghini, Maserati, Bentley, etc., etc.? Awesome parking lot. And of course, we go into the VIP entrance. 
We were met by a representative of the Oakland Raiders, who indeed was very cool, very sweet, told us the whole program. We got our field passes along with tickets to our luxury suite. At this point, I'm in awe. At this point, we're walking through the under underneath the Coliseum in places I've never seen, even when I've been to other events there. We go right down to the tunnel where the players come out of the locker room. We go right out onto the field where David did some checking, sound checking, and we all were just standing there. I was standing in awe. I was standing on the field to get a player's perspective of what it looks like in the stands of the Coliseum. Need I say, it was breathtaking. Wonderful situation. We were out there. From there, they escorted us up past the Princess of Darkness. Amy Trask, of course, who said good afternoon. And then we went right up to our luxury suite where we were greeted by the greeter there, of course, security in the whole nine yards, an awesome spread of food and all the beer you can drink. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you got to love it. We, it was incredible. I was in a dream. I was in a haze. I'm telling you, I've never experienced anything like this in my life. So once we're there, we waited for a while. We had some beverages. We spoke to each other, and there were some other people in there we were just kind of, you know, chatting around with. Then we went down onto the field for the singing of the national anthem. Now, let me tell you, talk about moving. Um, David Casper's got an awesome voice. If you didn't hear it, you should have heard it. If you were there, you did hear it. It was crazy. The crowd was crazy. And we were right there next to the Raiders bench. As soon as he got done with the anthem, which he sang oh so well, (laughs) the players came out, the fans went berserk, and I was just looking at the fans, listening to the crowd, watching the players as Russ went by. There goes Darren McFadden, oh, Michael Bush, Rob, you know, everybody, Huff Daddy. And right there next to him, I was calling people's names out. I'm going, Thomas Howard, baby! Gives me a a point, yeah, and a a thumbs up. Um, I did that to several players right there in the field, and it was an incredible feeling. And, of course, down on the field was the Mad Bomber. That's right, Daryl LaMonica. And for you youngsters who don't know who he is, I'm going to tell you who he is. He's the guy who Al put in place for the long game. That's right. He put it in place for the <laughs> the dreaded, at that time, it was a long bomb. And this cat, Daryl Monica, was the man to throw it. Now, he's been around for a while because he was in the original American Football uh, League uh, before they went to the National Football League. So you know that he's been in there for a while. A Clovis High School graduate in California, of course, they named the stadium after him, La Monica Stadium, in the 1970s. He was going to get a contract with the Chicago Cubs to play baseball, believe it or not, but he spent his collegiate career at the University of Notre Dame, that's right, for three seasons. 349-yard performance in the East-West Shrine game He was picked up in the draft by the Buffalo Bills in the 24th round in 1963. He was also drafted by the Dream Bay Packers. But he was backing up Jack Kemp at the time. And in 64 and 65, uh, they won back-to-back AFL championships. He was known as 
the firemen, believe it or not, coming into games if Kemp was hurt or ineffective. And he'd pull out victories because that's where they call him the fireman because he saved everybody's life. In 1967, he was traded to, yes, the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders picked him up, and they had they traded him for Art Powell and Tom Flores. Go figure. And in his first year with the Raiders, he threw for 30 touchdowns and ran for four more. In 1969, he threw for 34 touchdowns and more than 3,300 yards. That's crazy numbers, folks. Crazy numbers. And I tell you what, that's where he got the nickname, the Mad Bomber. Need I say more? The man talked to me for almost three hours. Very engaging, very personable. A real dude, if you know what I'm saying. The guy is a class act. His son was there. He was showing pictures of the family. It was a crazy, surreal moment in my Raider life here. Um, and I, I can't even tell Dave how much I appreciated that time. Long story short, we watched the whole game in the suite. It was awesome. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about the suite was that it didn't feel like I was part of the crowd. I wasn't in the seats. I was yelling out the window, though. And so that was about as close as I could get to the crowd. I like being in the seats, being honest with you, because, well, you're part of the people, man. Part of the people doing the deal. Long story short, we got the VIP treatment. It was killer. Um, we we met, of course, Al Davis's personal assistant for 33 years. A great gal, and she was very cool to us. And uh, just had a great time. And, of course, we thanked him. Randy and I thanked David for the opportunity for this great thing because uh, it was awesome. And Daryl and Monica, just the Mad Bomber. Dude, the Mad Bomber. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, let me get into the game. game all i wanted to see out of this game was rhythm consistency and no penalties what i got out of the game was an excellent offensive line in the push decent time for the quarterback three total penalties 
and a chance to see the players I wanted to see perform. Kwame Harris did an excellent job in run blocking. He also did a pretty good job in the pass rush. Now let's just look who we're playing against, the 49ers. Not a powerhouse, of course, but it was a good game to cut our teeth on. Plus, we beat their ass 18-6. to And that three, the last three on that six was a desperation field goal. Trust me, they didn't want to get embarrassed. It was beautiful. The best thing about it was all the 49er fans in the Coliseum were stunned. I love it. It was nice to see a rhythm to the team. Now, even when they switched from first to second string, there was consistency. There was consistency in plays, play calling. The defense was tremendous. It was tremendous. The defense played fiercely, and they had tenacity like I have not seen since we went to the Super Bowl. These guys mean business, and there was some hard hitting going on, and they were fast and they were mean, and it was great to see. Very good to see. We did get one injury, however. D'Angelo Hall did break a bone in his hand and his well, finger, and uh, you know he broke a finger somewhere in his hand. So he's been practicing. He's a little bit sore. I don't know if they're going to use him for the Tennessee game, but long story short, our team looked pretty together. There was a good tempo. There was a lot of positive energy. Now, let's just take it. They're playing at home. It's first preseason game. And you know the Niners wanted to win that game. They just don't got the talent. They're like pretenders. They're not contenders. <laughs> it was great here in the Bay Area. I uh, get to punk those asses. I love it. So 49ers went down in a ball of flame, and it was beautiful to see our team with some prize, poise, and certainly a swagger that I haven't seen in a long time. Granted, preseason, but let me tell you, the last four seasons of preseason, we never looked this good. Never at any game did we ever look this good. We look good. We look together. I look for the rhythm. I look for the teamwork, and it was all there. So let me just tell you that right now. <laughs> okay. So let me just say this. Our team looks good against the 49ers. However, we have an opponent that's pretty fierce coming up. The Tennessee Titans are no joke, and they're very close to making a run in the Southern Division. So I'm telling you, this next game is going to be something, and we'll get to that pregame in just a bit. Let's hit some Raider news right now. Well, first thing I mean, I want to remind you all of that you can hit this podcast on RaiderNationPodcast.com. Check out our site. Check out our page. We have a great forum, and uh, it's a great thing. Also, let me remind you that Raider Nation videocast is up and rolling. We've got another video on the way. Randy is working on it, I'm sure, right now. So the season on the video end is going to be awesome fun. So check it out because that's a lot of fun out there. And you actually feel like you're at the Coliseum. You know why? Because you are. That's why. <laughs> RaiderNationPodcast.com and RaiderNationVideoCast.com.
Well, what's going on right now is we picked up Adam Archuleta. Yes, a defensive back. We picked him up for a cool $750,000 a year. You say that's a lot? Well, that's not much compared to the Redskins. They paid him $60 million over, or excuse me, $30 million over six and a $10 million bonus. And uh, they traded him after only played seven games. He can play well, but he's not consistent. He played a lot during college as a linebacker. I think that's what the Raiders are going to try to do with this cat. I think he's going to try to make him a linebacker to help the strong side linebacker core and make it happen, if you know what I mean. Hopefully he'll be able to make the grade. They did cut Greg Wesley, of course, uh, the old Kansas City Chiefs cornerback, because he was crap, like I told you he was. Now, I'm not saying that this guy is all that, but he's played inside the box most of his career because he's played up for the run. Maybe that's what they're using this six foot one, 225-pounder for, and he's still relatively young at 30. But he's played for the Chicago Bears and the Washington Redskins and the St. Louis Rams. What that tells me is that he's not consistent, and he might be a little more injury-prone than others. But he does hit hard, and he does get some plays in. So this is one of those guys that's inconsistent. You hope he gets his consistency down when he's going every game and he's not consistent during practice. Uh, You know what? That's a lot to ask for uh, from him, but I will tell you this. He could be a key piece in this team. It might be his redemption to come to the Raiders and become an all pro. You just don't know. Archuleta had a lot of things going on for him early in his career and he just didn't make it. So let's hope that he picks up a notch and can win that strong side linebacker position and holds on to it and plays well at it because the rest of our defense is freaking awesome, man. They look so good, I can't even tell you. Like I said, Devangelo Hall broke his finger. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what finger he broke, but he did break a finger. And so you'd think they'd have him on light duty, but hell no, man. Lane Kiffin threw him out to practice. <laughs> they're not they're not candy coating anything on this team, man. I'm telling you what, right now. He had to play. He wasn't very happy about it, but he did have to practice, and that's the way it goes. Another thing that's been happening in camp lately is Jermarcus Russell started to put some whip on those balls, and any of those short passes over the middle are getting just burned into receivers hands and they're they're dropping them they're not dropping them it's like brett Favre was when he was first in the league throwing wild passes very hard and those passes don't usually drop to the ground they usually skip up and there's an interception you know that's one of my greatest fears with jay russ and his strong arm hopefully he'll be learning be able to learn from andrew walter who does a great touch on those passes, he's got a great touch for those cross-the-middle passes. And, yes, I do like Andrew Walter, and I think he could be a great quarterback. That being said, Jay Russ is working on his passes, and uh, they're going to let him play and pass a whole lot more in this next game, let me tell you, Padna, right now. And the Raiders broke camp Wednesday, and they left for the Alameda facility not to be seeing Napa until next year. So they're at home, boys and girls, ready to go. So let's move on to the pregame for the Tennessee Titans. Play no games. We about to like this thing here up. Tennessee Titans. Titans. Hello, hello. Black Haven. 
Memphis finest. Young drummer boy, he's the style. Best believe it, Memphis. Chattanooga, we going long all the way to Nashville. Let's do all of it. Tennessee, baby, rep it good. Boom, do the damn thing, girl. Yeah. Pre-game for the Tennessee Titans. And let's not forget that it will be televised nationally by Fox Sports. And if you can't get it, you better get it. Because you should get it because it's a national televised game. And that's what I got to say about that. One more thing about that is Jeff Fisher's team is strong. They pummeled the Rams they put on more than 400 yards against those guys, and 340 of them was running. They have a great running attack, and Chris Johnson, their rookie, and he is awesome. He took off for a 66-yard solo TD right out of the gate. Pretty impressive running back, but more impressive is their front line. Their offensive line is very good, giving Vince Young, yeah, Vinny, Vinny, plenty of time to throw the ball and to run it as well because he kicked off a 33-yard scant against the Lambs last week as well to compound a 340-yard of rushing against the Lambs. It's going to be an interesting contest between Vince Young and Jermarcus Russell. Both are tall. Jermarcus isn't quite as fast, but he's got a just as good of an arm, if not better. Let's not forget Chris Carr was released and picked up by the Titans, so you know he's going to have a score to settle. Jeff Fisher's team are tricky. Jeff Fisher is a tricky dude, so let's just expect something funky from the Titans because they always come out with some funky play, some something you're not going to think about or not been to plan for. He always has something in the bag. That's one thing I like about Jeff Fisher and I like about that team. The only thing I like about that team because we're going to have to play them again someday to make it to the show, I bet. Now, Lane Kiffin had a lot to say about this game, and exactly what he said was this. I don't know if we're very good, but I think we'll find out a lot this first half of this week, Coach Lane Kiffin said. This is a big physical team that can rush the passer, can stop the run, and can run the heck out of the ball. It's a perfect team for us to be playing, in my opinion. Mine, too. I think if we're going to come up against some tough teams, we better play the biggest, baddest, and the most intense as many times as possible in the preseason. we got to get a taste of a licking if that's what's going to happen. I don't think so, but we got to give a licking to these guys and all the doubters that say that the Raiders are not going to win this game in Tennessee. I think that the Tennessee game is ever bit as important as a 49er game for this reason. It's our first contest against a team that is on the rise. The 49ers, they're dead in the water. They don't know who their quarterback is. Dueling quarterbacks, sound familiar? Yes, visions of last season. We're not there anymore. We've stepped up. we stepped it up a notch. We've got to step it up a couple notches for this doggone team. Now, I want to tell you guys this, too. Our running game is no joke. We do have a lot of injuries and bruises and beatings from this last game, even though it was just a preseason game. These guys are just getting their first real hits of the season, and people are going to be black and blue. 
I don't expect Justin Farkas to play very much or D'Angelo Hall, considering they're pretty banged up. Our, our kick returner is going to be missing for this game, so look for Johnny, Johnny Lee Higgins to be returning the ball for Tyvon Branch, who broke his hand is gonna, or his thumb. He's going to have surgery on it uh, probably today or tomorrow. Other than that, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be a great contest, mainly because I'd like to see our defense come up against a running team and do something with it. Also, the pass is going to be very important. This is a great team to play against in the preseason. Our first team defense needs to really step it up, and I mean step it up quick. They cannot be slow. they got to read the plays very quickly because that is this team, I'm telling you. Jeff Fisher is a tricky mofo, and his teams are always tricky. So we have to be looking for those trick plays and a damn good team. Their defense is no joke. And when I'm talking about pass rush, they put their hurt on us last time we played them, something fierce. Uh, Not that we had anything but Swiss cheese in the front line. Very different story this game, but they certainly put the hurt on us. And it's not impossible to think they could do the same thing. We're going to have to keep our composure on the offensive line, and hopefully, this is my biggest concern out of this game, we have no lineman injuries. I do not want to see Cornell Green go down with a knee or Grove or anybody else. Wade, we can't afford it, can't have it. McQuiston has to come out with a great game this game. He played pretty well. He's going to have to kick it up a notch because this team is no joke. I'm telling you, they are great run stoppers. And for our team, it's a great challenge to see if we can get the ball down the field. Jermarcus is going to have to play. He's going to have to play huge. This is a game that's going to show whether he can really do it or not. Really. He's going to have to pass more, much more accurate, and it's going to depend on him. He's going to be the difference in this game. Actually, between Vince Young and him, he's got more pressure because he really has to make the passing game work well so that they, there can be some relief in the middle, unlike before where the rush became the break for the quarterback. In this team, you have to have the ball coming out from the backfield into those wide receivers' hands quick so that you can relieve that line pressure because these guys are coming. They're going to come every time. They're going to come at him like they did last time, and he's going to have to push them away by making first downs in the air. This is a challenge that we have for sure. If he can do that, it will open the running game for us. If he can't throw the ball, we're going to have a real hard time moving that ball down the field. This is crucial for him. I look for Andrew Walter, yes, my pal, Andrew Walter, to show huge in this game. I think that he'll pick it up another notch. You watch what I'm saying, folks. He played very well against the 49ers, better than Jamarcus did, and everybody knows it. And this is exactly what's going to happen in this game. I don't want no quarterback controversy, but I will tell you this as a Raider fan, I want the best quarterback to play. I don't give a rat's ass if they're paying $30 million, $60 million, $100 freaking million. This is the truth. The best player better suit up and throw the rock. That's all I say. And if it's Walter or it's Tui, whoever's making it happen, baby, they better let that guy do it. Because I'm telling you, the biggest disappointment of this season will be if they let Jamarcus play as quarterback, first string, 
and he just sinks the whole season, and they don't allow Walter to get in there and save the day because I think that's what he'll do. I don't look for Jamarcus to fail. I look for him to succeed. I look for him to be in the Pro Bowl in the next three, four years, actually. So let's just see them do it. He's got to really step it up this game. This is the game that he has to win. Two things in our favor. One, the game's played in the south, in the heat, in the humidity. Jamarcus and D-Mac are going to feel right at home, baby. That's the only positive I can see. It's good for our team to go to away games. It's good to start to get the feeling of traveling, get used to being on the road, because those are some games we need to win. We need to win some road games to come back home here and make that 500 minimum. I'm telling you, 500 minimum for this team this season. The defense, they have to raise some eyebrows as well. They have to get a hold of Vince Young and keep him from running. There's got to be a serious pass rush in the middle. Kelly and Warren have to make some pain in the center. And if they don't do that, then we're going to be hurting. They've got to watch the run. Gabriel will be in the box all day, I'm sure. Uh, maybe this new kid, Archuleta, will be in there all day. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. If we don't have control of that running game, we're going to lose control of this game. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the Raiders react to this team. They're a big physical team, and they don't jack around, friend. They just do not jack around. So I'm not looking for a whole lot. I'm just looking for consistency. This will be the time when penalties will happen, when a team gets frazzled. I want to see us control those things. I want to see smooth, rhythmic play. You know, I don't care if we win. I just want us to play well. And playing well means we're not blown out and we have good fundamentals and we get some things done. If there's individual mistakes, you know, we cannot have the penalty spree that we had before. And with this kind of pass rush, man, I'm telling you, those offensive linemen are going to be itching to stand up quick because they're going to get beat. But... Here's our caveat. We can, yes, we can wear their ass out with good running blocks and good running plays. Jamarcus, throw the rock. Make it happen, buddy, because we got to see that too. So that's the pregame I'm going to tell you right now. If we don't uh, do what I just said, then uh, we're going to come back here and there's going to be a whole lot of work to do. It'll be interesting. I'll be glued to the TV for sure, just like you will. So let's check that out, and uh, let's just hope that we beat them Titans because I'd love to see Jeff Fisher have a little stroke, if you know what I mean. So let's move on to the bone line where you too can be on the show. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Throw in your bones. You guys are doing great on this, and it's just getting better and better and better. So let's hear your bones. <laughs> Okay, Raider fans, here we go. The bone line. 1-800-620-7181. Roll the nation a bone. Throw me a bone. Get on there and throw your bones. If you don't like your first recording, do it two, three, five times. I don't care. We'll pick out the best one. Don't be shy. How could you be shy? You're a Raider fan. No, we're all loud and proud. Get on the bone line because we got some guys shouting it out right here. 
We got some great takes, and here they are. From the nation to your station. And first we got Joel from the Coachella Valley. Hey, all you Raider Nation fans out there. This is Joel out here in uh, Palm Springs, La Quinta area. For all you Raider fans out here in this area, I need the hookup, guys. I need some Raider fans out here to party with, to have a good time with, to watch the game with, to watch the Raider Nation domination. I've got a bunch of Charger fans out here in the Valley. As a matter of fact, I live with two Charger fans. Um, But I'm going to talk about the first preseason game. Russell, he did okay. He's got a lot of work to do. But let me tell you something about Run DMC. He is the man. I think we need to use him in space, get him out to the outside, and let him run. Michael Bush, the tank, he is a beast. And Fargus, you are the man. So December 8th, guys, is the first game. As you know, we're going to spank the Bronco Hose. And the games I'm looking forward to, of course, are the against the Chargers. You know, those Charger fans, they always talk about, oh, when's the last time you've won a game against us, blah, blah, blah. Well, I slapped back in their face with their rings because they have none. And then they follow up with, well, what's the, when's the last time that you guys have been to the playoffs? Well, this is the year, guys. At least we could make it to the playoffs. I got that much hope for our guys. So anyway, all you fellow Raider fans, Raider Nation is here. We're up and coming, and let's root those guys on to a W against the Bronco Hose. And excellent show, guys, and I am out. Later. Hey, Joel, man. They got a Coachella Valley Raider Booster Club. Believe it or not, I saw them in San Diego when we played the chargeless, boatless, nutless Chargers. Yes, they got a great club. Check them out. I bet you they got a watering hole to beat the band, Padna. And you know what I'm saying. They know how to rock down there in Coachella Valley, Thermal. I used to live down there, man. I know exactly what you're talking about. But the Raider Nation is huge there. And just check those guys out. They will make it happen. That's right. I'm kind of concerned about J. Russ, myself. Uh, he really has to get going a little bit. But the D-Max show looks like it's on the way. I know it's not super impressive, but gosh, it's the first game, and it was definitely better than last year. So let's just check that out. Who do we got next? We have Raider AC from Portland. (laughs) That message is hilarious, Craig. This is Raider AC from Big Bad Portland, Oregon. And I just wanted to comment on the Raider Niner game and uh, see, uh, well, I guess I can't see what you think because I can't tell you, but I thought our defense looked pretty well and we didn't give up a touchdown, which makes me happy. I'm just trying to figure out if our defense is that good or if San Francisco's offense is that bad. I'm not too sure about that. But I did see Tommy Kelly blow up that line a couple of times, which makes me feel a lot better. So I'm hoping we can actually stop the run this year and our offensive line can protect a little bit better than they did. But we ran the ball well, and that makes me excited. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, let's just go ahead and uh, keep that Lewis, Lewis Rankin, is it? 
And uh, let's just go ahead and cut McFadden right now because that ranking is bad. No, I'm just kidding. But he did look good. Um, anyways, uh, I heard uh, Mike Shanahan say uh, how his Denver Broncos are going to make the playoffs this year, which gets me to thinking, what the fuck does this guy do to make this team better? It almost pisses me off that he said that. But anyway, it doesn't really matter because we just got to go out there and take care of business and beat that ass. But anyways, keep up the good work. I just wanted to spout off for a minute. I'm working there driving my truck, so. All right, man. I'll see you at the Denver game. I'll be there. Peace. Red AC. That's right, man. San Francisco's offense is bad. It's very bad. That's why our defense looked really good for the most part. But I will say that they were fast. I'm telling you, the team looks like it's got a great rhythm. So I ain't going there. But Rankin, he was a monster. Remember, it's still second team, and it is preseason, but he looked pretty good. I have to give him a shout-out because that's good. Now, cut D-Mac? I don't think so. <laughs> and definitely the Bronc hoes. You know what you do to the Bronc ho, don't you? You slap her around. So there you go. Got to slap them hoes around. Can't wait to see them. And playoffs? Playoffs? Are you talking Playoffs? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Forget it, man. They ain't going to the playoffs. That's exactly what Shanarat's going to be saying after the second, third game of the season when the fans are calling for his balls there in Denver. I love it. Who's who's next on the phone line? You guys are great. Oh, Raider Mike. Raider Mike. <laughs> Raider Greg, this is Raider Mike, coming to you live, post 49er Raider game, preseason. <clears throat> a nice victory, I might add. My voice is a little uh, choppy, as you can hear, but uh, I was yelling my head off. It was pretty awesome. Um, just wanted to say that uh, pretty much everybody looked okay, except for Javon Walker. Uh, I watched him pretty closely, and... Uh, there was one particular play where he would have just been a little faster. He probably would have had a huge play, but he wasn't uh, running as fast as, you know, it looked like he could, you know. And uh, I don't know. I got big question marks about this guy. I watched him firsthand right now, right in this, you know, in this season and this time, 2008. I don't know. Too early to tell because uh, it's preseason and, you know, he only played a couple series, but you see flashes from, from every player that you think that's going to do well. Like, Gabriel Wilson had a, a really good game, I thought. And uh, Darren McFadden, you know, like I said, he looked good, but he also got stuffed a few times, so it's kind of hard to tell. It's, it's not enough snaps to really uh, judge how they're going to do this season. But pretty excited. Loved it. Uh, Go Raiders. Nice victory against them. San Francisco Pipeliners, 18-6. Thank you very much. Peace. Raider Mike, dude, you feel like the post game to me, too, driving home. Matter of fact, I can hear the 580 in the background. The thump, the thump. <laughs> that road blows. Anyway, man, totally, totally. Um... D-Mac, don't worry about him, man. 
He's it's a preseason game. I know he's not all that Adrian Peterson, but we can't expect this out of this cat. He's a different guy. They have to get these running backs in sync and get them to do what they do best. We're just at the beginning, man. It's going to be great. I worry more about Russell. I worry more about his arm, his accuracy, and I just worry more about him being so slow running out of the side to the pocket. He's pretty slow. He lumbers along. I think he's better step it up as far as speed goes. I want to tell you the Titans are going to be the show for us to watch and see what happens, but I wouldn't worry about DMAC. I worry more about the J Russ. But we got Walter. What can I say? Who we got next? Oh my goodness gracious. Raider Nation. We have two dudes, Frick and Frack. Yes, they must be roommates. Well, <laughs> we have Dan the Dolphin and his butt buddy, Craig the Dolphin. Well, guess what? They go off on a, <laughs> a rant, and I want you guys to hear it. Check it out. Hi, I'm Raider Greg. I know everything there is to know about the Raiders. This is... uh. Dan the Dolphin here. I just want to let you know your show's a big joke. The Raiders are absolutely terrible, and they have been for the last five years. And to be honest with you, I don't see them going anywhere in the next five years. They have a fat slob quarterback who isn't even very good. They have an owner who doesn't know what the fuck is going on, has his finger up his ass, who throws away money to wasteless players like Javon Walker, who wants to retire, who's your number one receiver. That's a big joke, too. Darren McFadden is one guy I'll actually give to you, is pretty good, but your offensive line consisted of Robert Gallery, who is a nothing, and a whole bunch of other fat idiots who no one even knows their name because they suck so bad, isn't going to open any holes for them. Cool, you guys got 1,000 yards with Justin Fargus, but this is a new year, and now they're gay, and they probably suck. So, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that your show's annoying as shit, and I have to sit in the room with my friend listening to it all the fucking time, and I hate you, and I want the show to be over. Hi, Dolphin Craig here. I'd just like to tell you how much I hate you, Raider Greg. You're a fucking piece of shit. I, I, I want to sneak into your bedroom, and while you're sleeping, I want to put my butt cheeks around your nose and just let loose a great big fart. And you know what? That's all I have to think about the Raiders. They're a great big fart. They always have been, and they always will be. And we'll beat you this year, buddy. Well, first of all, Dan the Dolphin, we don't have a fat QB. We have a huge monster of a QB that could throw a, a, a football that could penetrate your melon. Not that it would be difficult. Hollow things are easy to penetrate. <laughs> but our QB is just fine. Wait a minute. Who's your QB? Oh, Beck? Oh, now it's Pe Pendleton. Oh, gosh. Well, let's see if Pendleton or Beck or whoever... Fry, whoever you got there, we kicked your ass. So don't talk about our QB because our QB was going to kick your ass again this season, Patna. And talk about an owner, an owner, Wayne Hygainza. Yeah, you know what? That guy doesn't know anything about playing football, coaching football, buying coaches, getting anything. The best thing that ever happened to him was Parcells. And before that, he was a sorry ass and ask the crowd Padna. i know you must not live down there in florida because they hate his ass there so don't talk about owners and talk about o-lines 
Yeah, yours was Swiss cheese, and we're going to see it again. We're going to go right through it, and we're going to burn you for another 240 on our offense with Justin Fargus and the three-headed monster. And you, Craig, you're going to sneak into my room and fart on my face? How about you come on down and do it, partner? I tell you what, you sound like a real pretender, because I want to beat your face. How about that? Hey, let's make the world a better place. Let's punch a dolphin in the face. That's what I say, partner. Craig, come out of my room, and you you won't leave alive. They'll just draw a chalk line of your ass in my bedroom after I pummel you from head to toe. You know what? You're talking about the Raider Nation here, partner. We ain't the fish. We squish the fish. We skin the fins, partner, and we're going to kick your ass again like we did last year when your fans were leaving before halftime. Ha! Huh. Nice talking, Potna. <laughs> I love it when those guys come in. Okay, Juan Jorge, hit it, buddy. You always have a good take, and this is especially wonderful. Go for it. Hey, this is Juan Jorge calling in to say, fuck the Niners. Fuck them back to San Francisco in their home town. We beat their ass. We kicked the living shit out of them. We showed them whose house and who the Raiders were. We showed them. We were loud and proud. I am surprised it was not a sold-out house because it sure as hell looked like it to me. Sure, there were a couple seats here and there, but, man, the house was full. It was crazy. Watching the Niner fans hide their face the same color as their jersey was awesome. It was priceless. Watching Niner fans trying to step up to Raider fans. Well, guess what? The Raider fans shut their ass up. Niner fans trying to fight the Raider fans and not our house. Nuh-uh. Then the cops come in, and you know what? Niner fans trying to beat up the cops. Not in our house. Nuh-uh. Nope. Send the, their asses back to the North Bay. This game was beautiful. Just win, baby. It feels good. It feels awesome. This win is incredible. It feels great. It's preseason, but you know what? Who cares? It's a win. Enjoy it while it lasts. We got the, the Titans next week, I believe. We need another victory. But, man, this feels good. Definitely feels good. The crowd was, was all over the Niner fans the whole game, and we made the, it very clear our hatred for the Niners, very, very clear. And this game was crazy. <sighs> our first team offense, I was a little disappointed with. Um, overall, I guess it was all right. Our running game's still there, but our passing game needs to improve if we're going to be successful. Jamarcus completed two passes out of five for... 13, 15 yards, I believe. And I don't know why Curry wasn't in the game. I, I don't know why. I don't hear any news about that. But um, maybe he was ill or maybe he pulled something. I don't know. But he wasn't in the game, which was which sucks because I wanted to see Curry really bad. But our first team passing game struggled a little. But you know what? It's, it is preseason. You build on what you can, and you work on what you need to. 
and you evaluate what's there and you work off of that. So preseason is for evaluate the first team, evaluate the backups, make up a squad, make make a squad that'll that works together, that has chemistry, that'll go forward and be together and work well and cut it down to fifty three men. Fifty three men that are go every Sunday and leave it all out on the field. Now, I'm very happy with McFadden. Very happy that he was running between the tackles, taking on tacklers and not trying to juke him out. He was punishing defenders, and he didn't fumble. He protected the ball. And I'm very, very happy with McFadden. It's only going to get better, and he is quick, and he is fast. I'm very happy with our defense. Um, I'm very happy with our run defense. Could have been better, but it's improving. It is improving. It's not going to all of a sudden become the Great Wall of China. Baby steps. And it, it, it is improving, and it's there, and it's definitely better than last year. And um, our special teams, I was also happy with. We were getting downfield and getting the ball carrier and shoving his face mask into the dirt. I'm very happy with Johnny Lee Higgins. I thought that he did great returning punts, um, something that he didn't do last year so well because of fumbling issues, couldn't catch the ball. Um, he ran for his life, but, you know, the, I, I was very happy with him today, and I hope he builds off this and continues and gets better because Higgins definitely has the speed. And seeing Michael Bush run the ball, man, this guy's a bruiser. Watching him score on a six-yard run was beautiful. And watching him catch the ball on a screen pass for about 23 yards was beautiful. This game was awesome. It feels good to beat the damn Niners. We beat them. Those punk-ass bitches will shut up for at least another year. Because you know what? The Raiders are coming back. Yes, it's just preseason, and we still got a long ways to go. But right now, I'm going to enjoy this win. I'm going to enjoy it to the fullest, as should you all, because it feels good. It feels awesome. That's all I got to say, Nation. Uh, this is Juan Jorge calling in, letting you know about the game day experience. And I'm telling you, if you ain't at McAfee Coliseum, it's definitely the place to be at. And you'll definitely hear about it if you ain't there. So do whatever you can to get in the damn seat. I know I did, and it's paying off. It's, it, it's man, you haven't lived till you've been to the McAfee Coliseum, man. Uh, that's all I got to say. One, one Jorge is out. The Niners beatdown was sweet, brother. And the way you say it brings me right back to the moment. We have to win this. We have to love it. We have to embrace it because victories are tough in the NFL. I don't care preseason or not. And they didn't do it in our house. And let me tell you, Curry's nothing wrong with Curry. They're just saving Curry because they don't want him to get injured before the season started. He's, he's a very valuable commodity to us right now. And I think when you see him and Russell together, we're going to see a different thing. I'm hoping to see some improvement there too. And the Niner fights, I saw some of them, and they were gay. Okay? That's all I got to say about that. 
Who's up next, Legend Killer? What up, Raider Nation? This your boy, the Legend Killer. I'm coming back. I'm going to be a weekly thorn in the ass of the opposing team. You guys out there in the NFL have no idea. Pandora's box has been opened up. Raider Nation, we're driving through. We're going all the way through, baby. Playoffs. I see it in the sight. I see it in the vision. The guys from above have opened up and told me, Raider Nation, you're going back to the playoffs. You're going back to the promised land. You're going back home where you belong. AFC Championship game. Super Bowl coming up soon. All you haters out there. If you listen to this show, that means you've got to know what's going on with the Raider Nation because you're afraid, because you fear us, because you want nothing to do with us. Raider Nation, let's go out there this season. Let's show them what's up. I get your boy, the legend killer, letting everybody know. Raider Nation, we on the rise. We're about to annihilate the uh, rest of the NFL. And boy, is it going to be beautiful. Woo! Well, Padna, if we ever needed a cheerleader, you're the man. You are the man. You come out with the most positive playoff bound. You are ready, man. You are a great fan. You are what makes up the rainbow of the Raider Nation, Padna. And I love your enthusiasm. And I hope we make it to the playoffs, man, because that would be most excellent. Lou Dog. Lou Dog comes in. There you go. What's up, Raider Nation? Bob, just checking in with you guys once again. This is Lou Dog. Yeah, we just finished off those 40 whiners, fucking faggots. Well, I just got done uh, listening to the game. I'm at work, so I shouldn't be even on the phone. Yeah, um, thanks to uh, Raider Greg and Randy uh, putting that uh, link up for uh, that radio station that broadcasts uh, games over the um, radio. I was able to listen to it here at work. We got the first W of the season. Even though it doesn't count, that still doesn't matter as long as we kick the 40 whiners' asses. That's all that matters to me. It makes it even that much sweeter. And can't wait till we face the Broncos on Monday night. Hopefully, Jamarcus gets over the bugs. And McFadden did pretty good. Hopefully, he'll continue and run all over these fools. Show them what's up and show them how the Raider does it. Well, I'm out. Raider on, Raider Nation. Lou Dog, see, Randall hooked your ass up. Man, Randy, Nan- Randy, Raider Randy's the man. He is, man, because he gets all this this uh, cool stuff and throws it on our form, RaiderNationPodcast.com. Check out our website. Check out our forum. Take a look at it, man. There's all kinds of cool stuff on there. Randy puts a lot of work in there. So, guys, click on it and check it out because it's, it's important. Yep, the Bronc hoes are going down, and you know what you got to do. You got to slap a hoe. You know what I'm saying? You know, the Raider Nation's a bunch of the slap a hoe tribes because we like to slap them hoes when they come to town. I say, yeah. And uh, yeah, Jay Russ, he needs some work, man. He's he's just, uh, you know what? He's tentative right now. First game, you got to just let him blossom, man. He's only 20 years old. Check it, dudes. The guy is 20 years old. He's a young man. He's very young. He's got a lot of growing to do. Let's let him grow and let's let him do it. But, you know, we got some quarterbacks there that can make it happen. So 
I'm not worried about the quarterback position. I wouldn't even worry about it. Kiffin should do the right thing. I just hope that they don't make the $60 million man play because they're paying him that much. I hope they put the best quarterback on the field. That's all I got to say about that. Who we got next on the bone line? Let's see now. Raider Tatum. Raider Greg, this is Raider Tatum out of the Midwest. Who the fuck is rocking cowboy or fucking cow pie, whatever his fag name is? What a... He is a queer. There's steers down there, but he's definitely the fudge pack and champ of that fucking state. What a douchebag. He's in the NFC. Let him fucking jack himself off with his fucking dad. What a dildo. I, I tell you what, when I heard that... It's like everybody's trying to be WWF on this cocksucker. And I tell you what, this son of a bitch right now just really fucking got on my nerves. What a faggot. That son of a bitch is like that other cocksucking, that, that prick-ass reporter from San Francisco. He's probably got child porn on his fucking computer. He's got a dick in his hand, and he's fucking using Crisco. Excuse me, he's using Pam because he's too fucking cheap. But either way, fuck him, that fucking cow, fuck homo. But uh, either way, take care of yourself. God bless America. Tatum needs to be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Raider Tatum just brutalized Rockin' Cowboy. And I can't wait till you hear about the Dolphin Twins. I'm sure you're going to come in with another bone line that's going to blow them away too, dude. And I do agree with you. God bless America. <laughs> that was pretty brutal, dude. Who we got next? Oh, we got Sean Dog. <laughs> Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and the rest of the Raider Nation. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot tell you. It's the Sean Dog calling. I'm burning through traffic trying to get to the Coliseum right now. Cars are honking at me. I don't give a shit. I should have been there hours ago. I just want to give a quick shout-out to everybody. Before tonight's game, I am pumped. I am excited. It's amazing, isn't it, how the NFL can just turn your life around you know, it was a great summer. I just got back from Santa Cruz with the family. It was nice to spend some time with them, remember their names, remember what they look like. You know, good old family stuff. But today is just off the freaking, oh, that's right, it's the bone line. Off the fucking charts. Guys, I'm excited. I know, I know, I know. Today means absolutely nothing in the overall scheme of things. But it's the Niners. So it means absolutely everything. Listen to the podcast as soon as I hang up. You guys rock. Go Nation. Let's have a great night tonight. I'll look for you in the parking lot. If I miss you today, I will find you on subsequent Sundays and Mondays and any other time because we are the silver and black. Love it, brothers. I'll see you all out there. I am so, oh, You know, I'm running this red light right now. Fuck it. Love you. Out.
but it's a win, and a W is a W, and I can hear it, I can hear it here in the stands. It's one win, but it's a win, and we'll take it. We will take it. We will take it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Donation! Who knows? It could be the year! It could be the year! Way to go, brothers. Out! Sean Dog. Well, there you have it, Nation. Sean Dog giving you all aspects of the Raider Day experience. The Freeway 2, the anticipation, the excitement when the team comes on the field. And, of course, Hell's Bells going off in the background, the crowd going to a roar. You can feel it. You can feel him, I'm telling you right now. And then the victory. Yes, that's right. Sean Dog knows here in the Bay Area how absolutely glorious it is to beat down the whiners. And boy, I'm telling you what, it shits their pie hole. And I love it. I love it, man. I can't believe it. Right on, Sean Dog. Nice one. Who we got next now? Who's coming up? Oh, my goodness gracious. Hold on to your seats, ladies and gentlemen. The Preacher. Good evening, my brothers and sisters. Is I, the Preacher. Coming at you from the top of Mount Olympus, actually Mount Davis. And I have a message for all my brothers and sisters out there tonight on the eve of our first preseason game. I want to tell you that I am proud to be a part of the Nation. For all those years that you and I have struggled and waited for our nights of redemption, my brothers and sisters, they are finally here. We are about to start to redeem. But as I look on the nation tonight, I see something that has disheartened me. And you ask, what has disheartened you, preacher? Well, I will tell you. I have seen so many nations crop up recently. I have seen the Lancer Nation, the Antelope Nation, and the Ladybug Nation. My brothers and sisters, the Ladybug Nation? I have no idea where that came from, but I think New Jersey Raider Kev, because when I talked to him tonight on the chat line, he made me realize that brothers and sisters, we are more than just a nation. My brothers and sisters, we are global. And as a global community, we will come together to see our Raiders rise and redeem this season. We are going to go after the rest of the NFL, and we will show no mercy. And the reason I say we are global is because I see all my brothers and sisters out there who get onto the forum, from my brother Tokai Raider all the way to New York Raider Tommy. We have brothers and sisters living around the world who support the Raiders. So we are more. No matter where you live, if you live in Ireland, if you live in England, if you live in China, we will be together in support of the Raiders this year. All my brothers like Colorado Chris, who's living in the shadow of the donkey, we will be together this year. 
all of you who are in Kansas City in the shadow of the little red-headed devil wearing helmets with a pointy ears, we will be together this year. All of you who have no juice in San Diego living in the shadow of that bitch elky, we will be together this year. Because, my brothers and sisters, we are more than just a nation. And so henceforth, I will no longer say that I'm part of the nation because, brothers and sisters, I am global and I live in the Raider world. And I'm in the Raider world and everybody else is just lucky to be a part of it. So my brothers and sisters, no matter where you live, this is the preacher coming at you telling you the truth. And I will always bring down that cerebral consciousness that comes from being a part of the Raider world. I like to thank Raider Greg and Raider Randy and all the brothers and sisters out there who support the Raider Nation podcast, who get on the forum, get on the chat line, get on the phone line, and speak the truth. Because all of you are my brothers and sisters, and I appreciate every one of you, no matter what you bring to the table. But in the end, my brothers and sisters, you are part of my world. I am part of your world. We are part of the Raider world, and every other motherfucker is just lucky to be in it. This is the preacher. Until next time, peace. Preach on, brother. That's what I'm talking about. I love that, man. You do come in every week because you're pumping everybody up because we are global. That's right. I know we're global because we got all kinds of people right here on our show that come into the forum, that come into the bone line, and that is beautiful. And that was a great take, Preacher Man, and we appreciate it. The nation is with you, my brother. Who we got coming up next? Raider Troll from Chicago. Hey, Raider Craig. This is my troll from Chicago. I'm here speaking with Darth Vader regarding last night's game in San Francisco, and he had this to say. When talking about Huff, he had this. Impressive. When talking about the San Francisco quarterbacks, he had this to say. Clumsy and he is stupid. Lane Kiffin was complaining about the deal he got, and he had this to say. I am older in the And when talking to all the fans out here in Chicago, fans of the Raider Nation, he had this to say. So Vader's a Raider fan, Greg. And we're fans out here in Chicago looking forward to a great season. Can't wait to the next destruction of our opponent. Well, that's what I'm talking about, Raider Troll. Darth Raider. Yes, my master. He is a Raider. I'm sure that Lucas got the idea from watching the Raiders. There's no doubt in my mind. But anyway, you're in Chicago, in bear country. My sister used to live in Chicago by the Midway. Yeah, there's a White Castles there on the corner. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I know Chicago, great fans, and you are in hostile territory because those Bears fans, they're a little brutal. 
But stand tall, man. Stand tall, stand tough. Because the Raider Nation is with you, my brother. And when you're ready to come on out here to the Mecca, we'll be welcoming you here at the Raider Nation tailgate, as we will everyone. Okay, Raider Nation, this is it. This is the deal, the real deal. Holyfield, we're rolling into Tennessee. We got to kick some ass down there, man. Got to let him have it. We got to let him have it like we can. I hope our defense is way more than we thought it was because I still think it's good and it needs to be better to take the juggernaut of the Titans on. Watch this Titan game. It's going to show us a lot about who we are, baby. Away game with a powerhouse. We're really going to have our hands full. And we're going to see how we, we pan out, buddy. We're going to see how we pan out. And I think we'll do pretty well with our defense. Jamarcus got to get that rock out. And I mean now, quickly. They're going to come after us. I can tell you right, right now. They're going to come after us to try to make up of that 2002 because they are still embarrassed. And, well, you know how that works for us, too. So the tuck rule. Yeah, you remember that? I always hate the Patriots so much more after that game. And the hatred just grows. Don't you know? Yeah, I feel you, partner. Okay, this is Raider Nation Podcast, and this is Raider Greg and I.